Welcome to the USU Career Studio podcast that helps you navigate your career path. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to tell your friends and family all about it. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere else you listen to get access to our newest content. Thanks for joining us for our Friday face-to-face episode. I'm Marissa Armistead, your host, and I'm so excited to have Olivia Steffen joining our show today. Welcome, Olivia. Hi, it's good to be with you. Olivia is currently wrapping up her USU bachelor's degree in family life studies and currently works as a child life assistant for Children's Hospital in Colorado. Olivia has several years of teaching and childcare experience that have included teaching, nannying, swim instruction, and teaching admin. So Olivia, as a fun fact, you mentioned that you have been a part of Aggie marching band and also the USU water polo team. So two questions to follow that up with. I'm really curious what instrument you play and then also what position you played for polo. Yeah. So in the marching band, I played the piccolo and then water polo. Not everybody necessarily has a specific position, but if you could say I, could, I was a sprinter if you wanted to. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Back in my track days, um, I was a sprinter as well. So <laughs> all about the speed. <laughs> Well, Olivia, to start our conversation off today, and today we're going to be chatting all about reflection. It's kind of fun as we're talking with different seniors who were so sad that are leaving USU, but also really excited for what you have next. I'd love to start that conversation off today by chatting about some of your earliest memories of remembering what you wanted to be when you grew up. So with that in mind, I'd love to hear, you know, if you think back to like five-year-old Olivia Was there anything that you really desperately wanted to be at that age? Yeah, I remember back when I was in elementary school, I actually wanted to open a bakery. I've kind of always had that entrepreneurial mindset. And growing up, I baked with my mom and my grandma all the time. So I thought that would be really fun. But as I've gotten older, I found more passion in different things. I still really love to bake, but more as a hobby. So Olivia, bakery is a pretty big deal. I'd love to hear like, what were your favorite things to bake back then? And do you still bake now? Yeah, I definitely bake now. I kind of bake a lot of the same things, to be honest. I used to really love to bake cookies and I still kind of do that now. I mostly just bake cookies and cakes and those things. I love it. I love it. I recently... This is a bit of a tangent, but I recently made bunt cakes for the first time and it was very exciting. I don't know if you've ever made them before, but they're really fun to frost. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I love that. So kind of transitioning. So little Olivia was really excited about maybe opening a bakery shop, but obviously maybe that's changed a little bit. So I'd love to hear maybe like in high school or in college, what was your first job? I'd love to hear more about that experience. Yeah. So my first real job, I guess, aside from babysitting was at a daycare there in Cache Valley. I really loved my time there and the people that I met. Um, It was a brand new center. So it was really fun to be one of the very first employees to help start it up. Kind of my responsibilities, I guess, included, you know, just taking care of the kids. And I was mainly in the baby rooms there. So I met, you know, all our developmental needs and their physical needs and those sort of things. And after some time while I was there, I took on some different responsibilities in the reception area and some administration responsibilities for the director when she wasn't there and those sort of things. Very cool. I It's funny. I was just thinking back. I, I spent some time um, in daycare as well. And I, I also worked in the baby room, which is a, a very stressful job, but they're also adorable. So there's like the pros and cons. <laughs> um, but I'm really curious, what was one of the most important skills you learned in that first job that you had? Yeah, I would say that I really learned how to step out of my comfort zone while I was there. I was interested in childcare administration um, at the time. And so with the help of the director, I found some ways for myself to learn new skills and grow in that way. Though I didn't end up going into that career, I've kind of seen that those skills that I learned have been really beneficial and where I'm at now. 
I love that. I love that. Okay. So now continue the conversation here for me. So you kind of start to get some of this like childcare experience. And then how did that kind of lead into your college experience? And how did you find a major in that? Yeah. When I began college, I knew I wanted to work with kids. I'd always had a special interest in the medical field. So I actually started off as a nursing major, but I had plans to go into pediatrics. However, as I began my courses, I found that I loved my human development courses so much more than my science classes for nursing. And so I began researching other careers and I found myself drawn to most of the careers within human development. And so I talked to some of my friends in the major and my advisors that kind of just felt right to switch over to that major. And then After I made the switch, I kept um, researching those career options with my advisor and networking. And I spoke really to anybody and everybody who had a career that sounded interesting to me. And through this and my time as a daycare teacher, I discovered that I really loved working with kids, but I didn't really want to be a teacher. (laughs) I loved being with the kids, but I didn't love the lesson planning side of things. I'm super grateful. There's people out there that love to do that, but it's not really for me. Found out through that, that I loved helping the kids more emotionally in that sense. And so I loved using that knowledge I gained from my child development courses to help them through those things. And so I mentioned this to my advisor and she mentioned the field of child life to me. And so I attended um, an information session at Children's Hospital Colorado, and it just really sounded like the perfect fit for me. So interesting. Well, and I love that it sounds like it was a little bit of a trial and error process. I think it's so common for students to, when they first get to college, it's like, okay, I have to declare a major. I have to know exactly what I want to do. And the reality is people need to do exactly what you did. They need to walk through the steps of like, okay, what options are out there? And let me go talk to some people and actually find out, you know, what does a day in the life of X look like? And so I love that you were able to walk through that process of identifying, okay, I know I like this piece. So I'm going to pursue that a little bit more and then find like the variations off of that piece. So that's a really interesting insight. Moving forward, I'd also love to hear about some of your favorite USU memories. So as a student, um, what are some memories that stand out to you as you think back to your experience at USU? I actually love this question. I have so many memories, but one of my favorite ones was when I was with the marching band and we attended the bowl game in Arizona in 2017. We got to fly there through the Logan Airport and we got to stay at this nice resort and perform in front of a huge crowd. Oh my goodness. Really fun just being there with our friends friends. So cool. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Another question that I have is a little bit more about your actual college experience. You've been at USU during a really interesting time, um, you know, especially with the pandemic in mind. So I'm really curious, was your college experience what you had expected at maybe like age like 18? Why or why not? Um, It definitely hasn't. I wouldn't necessarily say it was because of the pandemic. I mean, that definitely wasn't expected. But I've been lucky in the sense that since I'm an online student, I haven't really been affected very much by the pandemic in terms of school, but um, I was just assumed that I would stay in school in Logan in person until I graduated. But plans change and that's okay. And I moved to Colorado about two years ago and I switched to be online and it's been really great. I've, I've loved the flexibility that I've been able to have within, I guess I was going to be online anyways with COVID. So it wasn't I expected to really be in that sense an online student, but it's been really great. I love that. And I have kind of a fault question too that I'm curious because a lot of students are really struggling with switching from the in-person classes that they're so used to, to the online. What are some tips that you would give to people about maybe being successful um, as an online student? Yeah, I definitely think hybrid is very different from being an online student for sure. Like if there's a class that's specifically supposed to be in person, that makes it really difficult to be online. But some things I've really found helpful is not procrastinating. (laughs) 
something that can be really hard, but I have a calendar on my phone that help me set reminders. And every week I go through and I set a timeline for myself. I'm going to do this on this day, this on that day. So really planning ahead has been really helpful for me. Yeah, such great advice. I love that, especially as students are adjusting. And, and it's interesting that you pointed out that because you had already been doing online, it wasn't really a huge shift. And so I think that really speaks to the importance of being adaptable and, and just learning as you go. So I really love that. Another thing that I'd love to hear your insights on as you think back to your, your USU experiences about some of the people who really stand out to you as cheerleaders. I know that college is a, a tough experience. There's a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of money that's invested. And so I'd love to hear about some people that have really supported you throughout that experience. Yeah, as cheesy as it sounds, my husband Thomas is probably my biggest cheerleader. We've been together since my first semester there at USU. So he's really been there through it all, through all my different career changes, my different ideas and figuring out my life. He's just been really supportive and it's been really kind of special and been able to grow and figure these things out together. I love that. Yeah. And I, speaking as, as someone who also was married during part of my college experience, you know, eternal roommate is the best um, for support. So <laughs> I totally hear that. I love love that. I'm also really curious if you, you know, if you were thinking back to maybe 15 year old Olivia, who's like just starting to think about, you know, what comes after high school, what is one piece of advice that you would give to your 15 year old self about career development? Good question. I think I would probably tell myself to just put myself out there and talk to people. You know, during that daycare job, I really learned how to put myself out there and ask for different responsibilities. And I wish I would have done that more at that age to learn sooner, maybe what I wanted to do. And some of my greatest opportunities have come from just simply talking to others about their experiences and what they've learned from them. And so I think I'd probably say that I'd probably also maybe encourage myself to volunteer more. I think it's a really great way to find things that you're interested in and gain those valuable experiences. I love both of those thoughts. And I especially love this idea of networking. I'm curious because I'm, I'm thinking about students and I think it can be really challenging, especially if your family does not have a lot of professional connections. It can be really challenging to build and begin that network. So do you have any thoughts on, you know, how students can start to network and kind of build some industry connections? That's a good question. You know, I think a lot of my networking actually hasn't been through like family professional references. It's more just been through the people I meet all the time. You know, like a year or two ago, my husband and I were signing a lease to an apartment and the manager had mentioned that she graduated in my same major. And I thought that was really cool. So I asked her some questions about how she got to where she's at now and if she has any recommendations for me. And she ended up giving some good recommendations as to what I could do to explore different careers. And so I guess things like that um, could be a good start is just starting with your inner circle there and growing it through that. Yeah. I, and I love that you pointed out that you kind of found people just in your daily life. I think it's really interesting, whether it's somebody that you meet at the grocery store or this or that, there, there are always opportunities for connection. And now I know I'm speaking a little bit of bias because I tend to be a little bit more extroverted. And so going to the grocery store and talking to a person is not a weird thing to do. But, but at the same time, I think that's a really important skill that everybody can work on developing because you can, you can find people who can eventually offer you some opportunities and vice versa down the road. So I love this idea of just building connections with those in your immediate circle and just kind of working out from there. I think that's such good advice. Thanks. Next question that I have is a little bit about a challenge that maybe you've experienced during your experience here at, at USU. So talk to us about one of the most challenging, but also one of the most rewarding experiences you've had in college. Yeah. So I think that would definitely have to be applying, getting into my child life practicum that I'm doing this summer. Getting into the child life field can be pretty difficult. And when I first started my journey into that, I thought it would be really easy, but it was not easy at all. <laughs> and that's a, um, there's a lot 
lot of different requirements and very specific things that they look for. And so I've been work, working really hard over the past year to get where I am now. I've had to take different classes at different universities. I've volunteered at different establishments and the application process itself was kind of draining if I'm being honest. But honestly, it's really all paid off. You know, I sent in 11 applications. I completed six interviews and I got into one and I'm really passionate about this career. So I'm really glad that it has really pushed me to do all those things. And I actually know there's quite a few students here at USU who are interested in this career and there's not a lot of information on it. So if there's anybody out there who's interested and wants to know about it, they can contact me and I'd be happy to steer them in the right direction if they'd like. I love that. And actually, if you don't mind, I'd love for you to elaborate here a little bit about kind of a day in the life for you right now. What is what does your job kind of consist of? Yeah. So right now I'm a child life assistant and I'm actually a PRN, which stands for Pro Reinata, which is like as needed. So I'm kind of a substitute for the child life assistants that are already there, which is nice as a college student. So really, if I am covering for somebody, I'm seeing patients, I'm helping the child life specialists um, by getting them toys and different things that they need. I'm meeting a lot of those therapeutic play needs and normalization needs. Um, and I'm managing the volunteers that are there. I'm really just seeing patients and bringing them those comfort items. I love that. And as a follow-up question, because I'm just thinking about the world of like working with children, what like what brings you the most joy or satisfaction in your work? Because it's really important to identify moments that we enjoy in work so that we can keep finding those moments and keep adding more of those moments to our career. So what are some of the moments that make the work worth it for you? Yeah, definitely. I think my favorite part is when I bring something into a child's room and they get so excited. Like last week, there was a little girl I walked into the room and she was laying there on her bed. She had like a breathing mask on and all those things. And she saw this Barbie doll that I had. And she immediately started saying, I want it, I want it, I want it. Um, and she had to wait a minute because I was putting on you know, the PPE and all those things. But she was so excited to have that. And it seemed to really brighten up her day and those things. So I love seeing those types of things. Yeah, I love that. Oh, the joy. I love it. <laughs> so as, as you're kind of nearing graduation and thinking maybe a little bit long term, I'd love to hear about what some of the next steps will look like for you after graduation. Yeah, so I'm going to continue in my role as a child life assistant. And then in July, I'm going to be completing a six-week child life practicum at Cohen Children's Hospital in New York. And then after that, I'll continue on my role as an assistant while I apply to child life internships. And after that, I'll take the exam and hopefully I can become a specialist after that. So cool. I love it. Love it. Love it. So the final question that I have for you today is about reflection. And so I'd love to hear, you know, as you think back on your time at USU um, and, and perhaps other places too, as you've just been developing and growing and learning about your interests, how has reflection helped you learn from past experiences and really grow? I think reflection has really helped me determine my values and help me get where I need to go in life. I can't really tell you how many times I've used my, those previous experiences have helped me in my future endeavors. If someone is ever questioning what career they want to go to, I think reflection is a good idea on how to determine those values and find what they're most passionate about and use that to steer themselves to find that perfect career. I love that. And I, I'm curious to hear, because I know reflection can be a bit of a broad term and it can look different for different people, but what are some personal ways that you reflect? I, I know some people, you know, prefer writing. Um, some people just like to ponder, like what, are, what is your avenue for self-reflection? That's a good question. I think I mostly just stick to my mind, just thinking of those different things. If I, like going back to that daycare job, like I really loved that 
um, emotional side of things, helping kids emotionally. And so when I was looking for different careers, I saw that in child life, we help with that emotional aspect. And so reflecting on that, I knew I would be really passionate um, on that sort of thing. I love that. Well, Olivia, I so appreciate you taking a couple of minutes out of your day to chat with us as students are, you know, trying to figure out majors and trying to figure out career paths. I think it's so helpful for them to be able to hear examples of students who not only have been where they're at, but they are succeeding and moving forward. And so it's really fun to have you on the show. And again, just thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for joining us here at the Career Studio today. Please join us next week as we continue to discuss this month's theme of personal professional reflection. 